It's the Jeremiah Show. Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. You know, I never really talk about the show much and, and uh, the audience and you, the listener, um, and, and all the things that we're, we accomplish, I think, with this show over the last 10 years. It's been really great. We, I think we have the most driven, the most passionate, the smartest audience in the world. You live and you explore life to the very best of your own potential every single day. You live, you breathe, you search, you accomplish. Your life is a live wire. I know, I talk to you. This show is for you. Those doers, those artists, those creators, those visionaries. And you come here each week for the stories. Told by the visionaries who are making a positive impact. And I really want to stress that, positive. We don't talk about negative on this show. That's for other shows. We're, we tell positive stories positive people and um and that's what we're all about and they're told by those visionaries we celebrate you we celebrate these stories that are just like yours in your own way and we draw inspiration and energy from music and the artists who create the music if you listen to the show for any amount of time you know that music is the inspiration for my show and it's the energy that flows through my veins and truly is a huge part of this show. It's my favorite part of the show. In fact, when I listen back to shows, I can't wait to get to the break so I can hear the music <laughs> and equally hear myself talk. Um, and so together each week, we discover the new artists and we celebrate the icons. Uh, every single week, I receive hundreds of song submissions. And I play seven new songs with seven new artists on every single show. Um, today, we celebrate Josh Simons. He's a musician. He's a music lover. And more importantly, he's a music artist, lover, and supporter, if ever I've met one. We talk to the artists all the time on this show, and they tell us one thing. The music business has changed. It's hard to navigate. It's hard to feel confident that they know what they're doing. And it's evolving every single day. If you are a music artist, or if you dream of becoming one, this show is for you. Again, my special guest today is the founder and the CEO of Vamper, Josh Simons. Vamper is one pretty great solution to help you launch and maintain your music career. I don't endorse or promote products, typically or companies, that I, and especially that I don't believe in. But Josh has a company and a service for you that I believe in. And here's why. Vamper was launched by Josh in 2016, and it has become the number one social professional talent marketplace. Let me read it a little slower here for you. Social professional talent marketplace vamper helps music creatives and artists like you find people to collaborate with to create new music with and to monetize their work vamper is an essential network that grows with every step of your journey as an artist josh is australia's the music networks 30 under 30 power player and multi-platinum songwriter guitarist Hunters and Collectors. It's my partner, my co-founder, Baz, who is the Hunters and Collectors uh, member. The app recently surpassed a milestone of 1 million global users in more than 190 countries with one of the fastest growing catalogs of IP representation in music history. Welcome, Josh. Such an honor to have you on and pleasure. Thank you. What a brilliant introduction. You know, it's funny you said... The music industry has changed and i was going to say it's changing you know because it's always changing and then you you know you mentioned the evolution it's such a key word because that's that's what this is it's like i think our job as music tech entrepreneurs is to to provide not just a sort of static solution but an ever-changing evolving 
uh, set of tools that that moves as fast as the industry does. And I think the companies that can keep up with the companies that win, not because the company themselves are doing anything um, particularly special, but because it services the needs of the artists. And at the end of the day, that's kind of who we feel that we're in servitude to. It's to the artists, to the stakeholders, um, and ultimately the stakeholders are the community, you know? Mm-hmm. How'd you come up with the idea? And what was your motivation? So I was in a band um, in that started in like t- 2009, um, and it, like blew up in australia really quickly um i'm actually from london originally um and so after we had you know a couple of really exciting years doing like the festival circuits and playing on tv and being on radio and all that kind of stuff we thought let's let's give it a crack in london i'm a citizen makes sense it's a larger market uh if we can make it in australia we'll make it in england what we underestimated and uh, quite critically is just how much effort goes into building up teams and support networks and, um, and you know, that can be anything from radio pluggers uh, to managers to touring agents to relationships with local press, local venues. Um, and so we got to London and it costs a lot of money to move across the world, as everyone will appreciate. And then it was like, what now? And that was sort of the brain snap moment. It was like, okay, technology has done this incredible job of helping artists distribute their music, get published, build a fan base, but it hasn't addressed at all this concept of how to quickly build a team of people with like-minded goals, similar vision, um, you know, who come from the same tribe, like the same things, have similar common, yeah, common interests. So that was the sort of the brain spark. And, um, I called my my label boss at the time and said, uh, you know, I've enjoyed working for you, but I'd like to partner with you now and and build a solution that we can bring to millions of, you know, up and coming what we call them fledgling art artists around the world. And so that that was around 2015, um, and that was really the starting point. And it took a year to sort of bring a very primitive version of the app to market. Uh, in 2016 and then it took another couple of years to really work out what it was exactly we were trying to solve because with technology uh, you know a lot of the challenge is actually identifying the very specific problem that that you where you can be useful in 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 finding this or offering a solution and so so it takes a while to really hone in on exactly what it is you're solving Um, and so i would say by about the year 2019 we were really hitting our stride and and starting on the current trajectory that we're still on to this very day Mm. so uh, and there really was well tell me if i'm wrong obviously here but uh, making this comparison but um a lot of in film television and music a lot of the uh publishing and a lot of the network is pretty old school where it's catalogs or you know things that are updated every year uh we had rich ezra who is the founder the publisher of the music business registry which i'm sure you're familiar with now and that's used as a networking tool uh, among professionals but also musicians if they're looking for you know a publisher or a manager and things like that is is it fair to compare vamper and what you're accomplishing accomplishing online as a as a networking tool and the number one networking tool uh for musicians and artists is it is it fair to kind of make a little bit of a comparison there to to that i don't want to call him old school rich but, but that yeah i know, I know, I, know what your question is. I know what your question is so what what you're talking about there is a directory book and that's fine but let's think in and this is i don't want to bore the listeners but if you think about networking there's really two sides to it there's co- collecting the contacts or understanding where they live whether that's um you know having a, an email address or knowing which shows they're going to and hitting them up at the shows or, or attending conferences and then there's actually the part of saying hello and having the courage to walk up and and start a conversation and even knowing what to say and so bringing them together 
is why we call the platform a social professional network because the registry is really only one half of the equation. The communication is the other half of the equation. Um, and to bring communication and a, and a, you know, database together, that's where magic can happen. And that's what was not available for our industry. Mm -hmm. And you, you learn that in your 10 years as a musician, I mean, go back to your background a little bit. What prepared you? What skills, what, what uh, challenges did you find as a musician that, that you now address with, with Vamper? Well, I, I've said in other interviews, um, I think the skills required for a CEO are not dissimilar to the skills required as a songwriter or even as an artist in that you're constantly problem solving all day long. Um, you know, should this verse come before this pre-chorus? Should uh, I ask the band to co-fund this next tour or should I foot the bill myself and is it repayable or is it recoupable and how am I going to put that into my tax return because everything's done in cash? And So you, you're actually, even though most artists don't think of themselves as businesses, and in fact, I'd go a step further and say they wouldn't like to think of themselves as businesses, they are in fact a business. Um, and when you especially start to get some traction and some success, as my project did, um, you then have a responsibility to yourself and to, you know, your community uh, and to the government to treat it as such. And so um, I think after doing that for a decade, all said and done, uh, you become pretty savvy at knowing how to problem solve and, and viewing things through a more business-minded you know frame of mind and so um applying that to running a startup yeah sure it's like the challenges are very different i'm now thinking about you know are we in good standing in states where we qualified to trade in in the united states and have you know <laughs> i'm thinking about very menial things you know what's the state of my cap table um they're very different to um to you know does the chorus come before the pre-chorus but <laughs> um but uh but in the same well on the flip side you're using the same muscle in your brain is what i'm trying to say yeah. can you draw since you have this real life experience as a musician and now as the ceo of this uh great app great company that helps musicians that were once that are in a position where you once were um, can you draw, you know, comparisons between what the business was like then and those challenges, what v Vamper, the solutions, I want to go through all the solutions that you offer yeah. uh, in more depth uh, a little bit further along, but, um, you know, just a quick line comparison. What was it like then? How did you network? How did you get, uh, you know, a single on the radio or how did you gain traction? compared to what it's like now and I, i'll go back to uh rich ezra who, who said and you may have a different take on this that the artists these days the new music industry is that the artist in a nutshell has to take themselves 40 percent of the way uh, you know through their social media or through their followers and gain an audience before you, even a manager or a big um, recording studio will sign them or look at them and then they're slowly releasing a single on the streaming platforms, you know, one every six weeks or so. And then you build an EP or you build an album, but it's not like you just put out 10. It just sounds like the whole thing is a lot different, um, you know, how they record, you know, in their own homes versus the studios now and how they're sure. uploading. I mean, I know that's a big uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm happy. I think my my the, the time where my band broke was an unfortunate time and I'll explain it through what I I'll explain it by giving examples of of how each of my albums was a different experience. We we were part of the class of 2010 um, which is a a, t a term I coined and a strange time because when our first EP came out we assembled a team of some of the best pluggers, publicists, distributors in the nation, and it was all about moving CD units. And then 
two years later when my first full-length album came out my team didn't have the skill sets to properly navigate the spotify world and everything that was going on there and well three years later i should say in 2013 um and it just that's an example of so suddenly we had this incredible album we'd been we'd spent more money than i care to admit on was funded by a label um but the team was still stuck in the old school but the old school was only a few years ago i mean that just shows you how fast things are moving and i'll go a step further the first single we ever put out which was a year before the first ep so that was 2009 we just put that on myspace and and we got hit up by labels lawyers publicists within 24 hours so things and then you know myspace died and part of why we made vampa was frankly to fill the hole that myspace left um but you know we went from myspace to trying to move cd units to trying to get streams all in the span of four years and the fact that it moves that quickly and that means you need to constantly be checking the skill sets of the people on your teams or, or as to to the point of, of your other friend there having to get 40 percent of the way there as it is today i mean we know just speaking to major labels they won't take a meeting with an artist unless they've managed to get to 10 million streams in their own volition and um 10 million streams is a really high bar to clear especially given that now you've got an environment where there's a hundred thousand new tracks uploaded every single day and that dilutes the total obviously number of listening hours and uh audience that that you have access to so the bar and the barrier to entry is higher than ever which is why it's really important for companies like vampa to exist but it's not all doom and gloom because that might be interpreted as quite gloomy it's actually there's a lot to be excited about the the diy segment of the overall recorded music industry is growing substantially faster than the major label segment to the point that it's actually eating into their market share this is a positive thing now the revenue models of the streamers I think we can all collectively agree need work urgently and I think it's it's that 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 has that conversation is now happening in in earnest like I I think it, there's a chance we'll see some progress this year certainly next um explain that what you mean by that like are you referring to for instance Spotify will pay you one half of a cent per play or something like something like yeah. that well it's and it's not and it's not um it's not that straightforward of course because every distributor has their own deal with them and um but it, the the current model is a sort of pro rata model so they look at all of the streams that have happened in the course of a you know of, a, of an accounting period and then they go how much revenue have we taken from paying users and from ad supported users and then they you know give 70 percent of that or whatever the don't quote me on that number but about 70 percent, i believe and split it up pro rata to the number of streams people had the problem with that model is that someone might buy a spotify subscription just to listen to their favorite band's album on repeat and the argument is shouldn't that band get the 70 percent of that person's ten dollars subscription to which most of us would go yeah that seems fairly reasonable but again it's not that simple um and it would be very complex to calculate things that way certainly and also in that model the major labels who still have you know significant stake in these streamers um at least some of them uh they would actually lose they would stand to lose money in that model because it's because they win in the pro rata model um so without i don't want to get too technical but um things are changing uh in favor of the diy musician and that is because our market share is increasing and vampa is one of the you know one of the few companies that really evangelize for this group of of people that uh are busting their asses every day but not necessarily always making you know important progress so we're trying to help them make progress yeah and i want to talk about the the, the ways that you do that that you help artists monetize so I, I think it's just fantastic uh we're going to take a real quick break here we're with josh simons founder and ceo of vamper fast companies most innovative companies 2022 vamper is the number one social app for musicians to discover talent to collaborate and to monetize their music 
Vamper. All right, Vamper.me. I'm going to I'm going to spell it for you V A M P R.me. And let's face it, there is no effective professional network for musicians. So you really do if you're a musician or an artist uh tr- you need to try Vamper. It's like the LinkedIn for musicians, I guess to to explain it, you know, in a way a concept that we all understand. It's again the number one network helping creatives find people to work with, get discovered, and make money from their work. You can download it now. It's available on the App Store and Google Play. And we'll be right back with the man behind all of it, uh, advocate for musicians. I love it. Founder and CEO Josh Simons. Feel far away, called a man a place where it used to rain. I see you in a nothing sky. Now the morning is mending. I am Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hi, this is Chris Hillman. If you've enjoyed my music with The Birds, The Flying Burrito Brothers, Manassas, Souther Hillman Fure Band, McGuinn Clark and Hillman, Evercall Ready, Rice Rice, Hillman and Peterson, and the Desert Rose Band. That's a lot of music. I hope you'll enjoy my new memoir, Time Between, My Life as a Bird, Burrito Brother, and Beyond. You can find it on my website, chrishillman.com. Enjoy. This is Chris. If you've enjoyed, if you've enjoyed with the bird, with the birds, the Flying Burrito Brothers, Souther Hillman, Finn Hillman, Finn Hillman, Betty, Betty Rice, and the Desert Road. That's a lot of music. My new memoir, Time. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. I'm with very special guest, Josh Simons. He's a founder and the CEO of Vamper. He's joining us from Australia today. Uh, God, what time is it in Australia? Is it morning or night? Looks like daytime there. It's, it's definitely daytime and it's about 100 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I hope you got some good air conditioning. Uh, in not in this room. Not in, not in, not in my office, unfortunately. But um, yeah. We, I think we'll be heading back to back to California fairly soon, and I'm looking forward to uh, to escaping the scorching Australian summer heat. Of course, there's no um, there's no ozone layer here, so it, the hot days are they feel about ten times hotter than the hot days in California. So, yeah, I, I, this is off topic, but I just getting to know you a little bit. 
um, we do have audience in Australia. I, I, I ran restaurants and so we used to serve fosters and you know that and, and every Australian would say, this is not the beer that we drink. Yeah. <laughs> quit saying it. It's not connected. You know, don't. I mean, it's made there or whatever. It's, we drink it there, but it's not the beer that defines an Australian. What beer? Yeah. That's <laughs> spot beer? on. It's, it's so true. And, and it's even more when you're in England, everyone thinks that anyone who's never traveled to Australia, at least, thinks that Foster's is the Australian beer. It's just I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen anyone in Australia hold a Foster's can. That's what uh, I always hear. And it's like fighting words. It's like, oh, not yeah. a good. It's like, do you have anything else to say that everybody yeah. else has said a million times to yeah. me? <laughs> um, Josh, you know, I just, uh, I, I commend you. I am uh, love having you on this show because, as you know, we, we, we premiere a lot of new music here. We, uh, you know, and then we talk to a lot of the icons in the music industry. And it's changing so much. And I love that you're offering a solution uh, to the listeners that also tune in to, to hear about the music industry. And we're pulling back the curtain a little bit, and you're giving some great insight here on the business. And uh, you're an advocate for musicians. You are a musician. You have been through and are continue to, to live through all the changes. And I just had an artist on last year that was, uh, excuse me, a last episode, last hour, Lauren Freehoff, and she was on The Voice in 2020 and did really well, and then has slowly released music. And she, she really, through the pandemic and through even outside of the pandemic, she was as a as a new artist was having so much trouble even now. And I look at her, you know, navigating all of this, the complexity of of the business and where. To, and I said, it looks from the outside like you really know what you're doing. And she said, Oh, thanks, but I, I don't. I'm like even today i've got doubts and and fears do you hear that a lot from musicians and and then how do you how do you address yeah. that with your with your app and your service well, you've got to be yeah you've got to be um uh flexible right and and like i said earlier it, a lot of it is problem solving so um it means like thinking on your feet and having initiative because um yeah, the TikTok algorithm tomorrow might be different than it was yesterday, and um, artists are fighting for that visibility and and fighting to be discovered. Um, so I think her response is very good and accurate, um, and the right mindset. Uh, it sounds like she doesn't see that as a problem. She embraces that. That is the the right sort of you know mentality that we certainly encourage our users to have. Is um, and and. Look on a side note, as a human being, I wish that artists didn't have to put as much time into social media in order to break. I don't actually see that as a positive because that's taking them out of the studio, yeah. out of creating, and that's a, a net negative. Um, but given that they currently do, the right mindset is to get on with it um, and 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 persevere. And 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 the other sort of advice that we always give our users is if the person who keeps turning up is usually the person who ultimately wins. So just keep turning up, keep putting in your best. If nothing else, you'll improve, you know, in orders of magnitude over the course of, you know, several years or a decade. Um, and uh, at, you're more likely than not outlast the people who didn't have it in them to stick around. And, and it's very possible to make a living in music just by following those simple steps. But it does take years of perseverance and I'm not saying, I'm not suggesting for a heartbeat that it's easy because it's not, it's really hard. Um, as far as what our products do to help, well, we've got more, most recently a product called Academy or a solution called Academy and Academy is um, a series of courses. I think there's about 16 or so now um, that are taught by music business professors from top you know, universities or all industry leaders as well, I should say, um, you know, radio pluggers, major agents. Um, you know, we had Kanye West, former manager in recently to do a session. Um, just people who have really done it um, and who have a deep, not just um, firsthand experience, but also like legal understanding of what's going on too. And it, it's very much a business online school um, because we see the knowledge gap as um, not necessarily really a, a skill one like you know for example 
we don't think it's our job to teach you how to play guitar or sing better or production. We, we might one day do some of that, but we think it's more important immediately to teach people about the business of music because um, for the, for the reasons we've discussed so far on your show. Um, so that's certainly a solution that I'm very passionate about. Um, but it's almost like a master class for the, for the music business. We studied the masterclass platform, you know, for a long amount of time to when we were building it and designing the technology behind it. Um, then, you know, the other things that we do are like offer publishing, um, also we call it sync representation because we're not asking them to enter into publishing deals immediately, um, where artists can opt into our program where we sort of basically A&R this catalog of about 70,000 songs now and growing quite quickly um and we go through it and we find the good stuff and then we send it around through our music supervisors and they look to place it in films tv shows video games ads and we don't charge a cent for that whereas every single other platform in the world charges up front for that we charge only if we place and when i say we charge we just split it and the split is the is fairer than any other platform too so we give 65 percent back to the artist so we take all the burden up front um, and then pay them out the lion's share. That's artist-friendly in terms of yeah, business model. Um, very proud of that. And then we also offer distribution um, as sort of self-service distribution. I mean, they're all self-service in a way, but we're a little more hands-off than the other distributors. But the the way we can afford to be hands-off is that um, we charge next to nothing. I think we give 100% royalties back. There's no upfront um fee for people on our pro model for people on our freemium tier it's 80 percent. so again super artist friendly solutions uh and that's i think how you you make small incremental steps to improve the industry yeah um let me go back to to something you you went over real quick that um that i wanted to define a little bit just in case the the listener doesn't know sync yeah you know again mark uh talked about sync and that it's the the thing right now it's where they can a music artist can make money can you explain sync to someone yeah. who doesn't know what that is sure and uh, it's quite funny for me to see that sync's the buzzword now because for me it was always the number one part way i made money from music like all the money i ever made from music was sync and it just i think now it's just got started the started you started the trend just i like didn't i didn't start it i think i just observed the trend before it was talked about but um pinpointed uh, it yeah but um sync is basically the process of placing sound to visual image and so might sound quite rudimentary and basic and that's because it, it fundamentally is anytime you watch a tv show and you hear a song in the background that's a sync anytime you watch a movie and you hear a song that's a sync same for video games uh, and so on and so forth in fact when you're scrolling on TikTok and you hear music in the background, that's not actually, I don't think, defined as a typical sync. And I think it's handled set differently by the PROs, which are the performing rights organizations that collect money on behalf of artists. But that is a form of a sync in a way. So it's basically anytime you see a visual picture and you hear mm -hmm. a song behind it, that is sync. And so um, the why, behind why is that the way to make money, a great way to make money these days? And the, and do you guys do you you help musicians with that right yeah we proactively go out there and try and place our music our users music in songs they have to opt in of course um and sync's a really complicated business because you have to be a thousand percent sure that they have the rights to the track um that their metadata is tagged properly so that everyone gets paid and so it's a really complex business but we've designed a series of systems to streamline that um you know proprietary system to streamline that uh and we we work with some pretty impressive partners to help get it out there to music supervisors and for those listening music supervisors are the people employed by the tv shows employed by the games by the movies to actually choose the songs that should be on those on those i'll programs. tell you you know a little inside secret of my <laughs> I watch a lot of film and TV and uh, I sit there with my phone and I discover new artists in within, you know, trailers and within, you know, I find a lot of the new artists and music that we play 
from Sank from, from film. Yeah, it's super powerful um, as a marketing tool too. So it's, obviously, there's there's the upfront money that you get for a sync and that's because music copyright is actually even though it's incredibly convoluted it's a really good system um it, it, when i say it's a good system it ensures that you get paid if everything's done properly um mm. and so music copyright being the oldest copyright for any art form in history i believe um means that you will get paid properly but then there's so many benefits after that initial payday obviously awareness so to your point people will sit there hear the song google it and then suddenly it's trending and then you get the obviously the the back end royalties from every time it's played so then every time the trailer runs at the cinema or every time the tv show runs on another network you get another payment and another payment and another payment so sync sync is just incredible on so many different fronts if you can get a good sync it can change your life it can allow you to you know it, it can open the door to to the next part of your life yeah well, you mentioned that in the beginning of just a few minutes ago that you, the social media aspect that a musician has to really be out there. And a lot of musicians uh, tell me and complain to me, and I'm, I'm bad at it too. I, I'm the worst with our social media, but that the you've got to, because mainly I hate to do it, but you need to do it. And it's, it's a necessary evil, but it takes a lot of time. And you mentioned you'd rather not see the musician do that if they didn't have to because it takes some time out of the studio or to writing or to creating music but it's just part of the part of what you've got to do you've got to show up you've got to do it and play the game and get and slow and just do it day after day after day v vamper does what percentage of time a lot and i want to go over we're going to go over it one by one you're you're mentioning some of them but i'm going to go over them one by one with you the different services that that vamper offers but uh how much what is the percentage of time that vamper can save a musician an artist like what what weight do you take off their shoulders with this service uh and and how much more time do you think if you were using it as a musician we're still out on the road and doing everything you need to do and hustling as a musician what would what would it a service like, like this do for you and for giving you back some of your time if you use it the way it's intended um and you know we try and walk people down that garden path uh it can save you five to seven years of your life literally um that when we did our initial market research and we update the research all the time and you talk to people who already have a network who are already working class to semi-pro to pro musicians right uh how long did it take them to find the right group of people to collaborate with five to ten years five to seven years in that rain region so um that's the sh i mean and in vampy you can use the algorithm lean into the algorithm the more information you put in the better the quality of the results the closer the chances of the person being a perfect fit become if you really lean into that you can on your first day on the app in fact we try and ensure to our best of our ability that people make at least one connection in that first session and get a reply because if that happens their chance of success increases tenfold so um yeah we can literally save people years of time um and do i mean people on vampa who had ideas but no like i can think of an example of a, a rapper in los angeles a girl called ray khalil um and she had incredible rhymes in her head but didn't know how to produce music at all and didn't know how to find a producer she found a producer on vampa and then two years later she was on netflix rapping with chance the rapper like that's mm. what that's what vampa can do um and the alternative and this is the this is really the problem that we we honed in on of what we are trying to solve is like the alternative is spending money time and potentially geographical relocation uh to get to a place that that might happen by chance so you've got to spend a huge amount of money and a huge amount of time you've got to take a chance on the world and hope that something happens and that's just that seems to me inefficient by anyone's measuring mm -hmm. stick um i'd much rather be in the comfort of my bedroom 
put my best foot forward with my best assets as they are today, be it my best demos, a biography, my best visual representation, a good look at who my favorite artists are, a link to my existing work, uh, and and try and network that way before I commit to spending two thousand dollars to, you know, fly across the world or um yeah. yeah. So I think that's I hope that answers the question. But well, that's network is everything. But and anything that you do, I think, and that you're successful at that your network that you build is everything and it's hard. I tell I give advice with the new music artists that are, you know, really uh, you have access to our family. You know, let me if there's anybody you want me to introduce you to and they're okay with it, we usually are, you know, we will. But I've built the network on the radio show of almost 600 different artists and you know, over 10 years in the music industry and in the entertainment industry, it's taken me 20 years, you know, to really build up this really great network on the and that's not that's hard work you know and that's uh getting the introductions and especially when you get to a certain level um in any industry i think especially in entertainment the introduction by the person that you know really well is sometimes slow to come or never because the the, the group gets tighter and tighter and uh you know the the a-list or whatever they're at the top don't want to be bothered so it really is everything networking is everything i just love the service that you guys are offering and then all the the different categories to help them the music artists well, along the, the journey the topic that i often talk about is horizontal networking because a, a rising tide lifts all boats so to speak and so that means like stop wasting time trying to get in touch with the biggest a and r person or the biggest you know rapper or the biggest band member that's just recently left his band or stop trying to push for people like that and and try more push for people on your current level because inevitably uh you're going to get more out of them because like you said they've got the time and they don't feel uh that they're not they're not worn down by the years in the industry that some people maybe further along are right um, and 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 eventually if you build a team again of like-minded people that stick together that all started at a similar level one or two or three or four of you are going to rise up um if not by just the simple passing of time which often solves a lot of problems um and when that happens because you've invested in them and cared for them and been supportive uh, it will reward you too and so we encourage folks to stop you know like whenever we get a review that says I've been on the app for two days. I can't find anyone famous. It's like you've missed the point. <laughs> you really missed the point. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Well, we got to take a real quick break, Josh. This is uh, fascinating, and I hope uh, everybody's enjoying this conversation with Josh Simons, founder and CEO of Vamper, uh, as much as I am. I want to give an offer out there because you have Discover as part of the. There's a, a part of the the app that's called discover and there's the new music artist and you mentioned one of them a moment ago that i i did recognize i saw her on uh on your app on your website uh i want to do this for you too if you're a musician out there if you're a, a vamper artist we'd love to play you on our soundtrack on the show so send you send me your submissions um or josh you tell me who you want me to play we'll play any vamper artists are out there so your network's already growing see get on radio there you go. I, I think I, if you go to our website and scroll down to the bottom of the main page or even the publishing page as well you'll see a curated selection of vamper artists and they're all you know very high quality so yeah, yeah. i'll start playing them and yeah your your artists are listening please send me your your music at good music at the jeremiah show.com and we'll put it on Vamper is best of Apple Store. It's been in Forbes, Fast Company, uh, HuffPost, and Vice. Fast Company's most innovative companies of 2022. Josh Simons is, is my special guest. We'll be right back. He's the founder and the CEO of Vamper. Go to vamper.me. It's V-A-M-P-R. We'll be right back. Whatever you've done, it's all over. Wherever you've been is so strange Yesterday's long gone forever Damned if what you're feeling is in change 
music that used to seem hollow Now seems to fit in your range Today is the now and the never Damned if what you're feeling is in change Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio, The Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. Core Radio dot rocks. This is Moss Jacobs, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Higgins Show. Please stay tuned. And when you need to go see some music, when it's just burning a hole in your soul, Santa Barbara Bowl is the place to be. SBBowl.com, GoldenVoice.com. Thank you. back with the Jeremiah show back to the jeremiah show uh stay tuned we are coming back in just a minute with more from josh simons founder and the ceo of vamper i just wanted to put out there that we do seven new songs every single soundtrack you can find all our soundtracks on spotify and if you want to get played on the jeremiah show or if you're a vamper artist uh we'd love to play you in our soundtrack so send me your submissions directly and not at my email, Jeremiah at the Jeremiah Show. I wanted you to send them to this email, goodmusic at the com. That will help me see your music a little more clearly. I'm getting hundreds of submissions, and I thank you for all of them, uh, but I haven't been able to respond to everybody. I think if you send them to me at goodmusic at the com, we'll get you played on the radio. We'll be right back. Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show, and I'd like you all to check out my latest record. It's called Hermitage, and um, you can find it wherever you find all the other albums you like, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it too. All right, take care. 
Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen. Mmm, you trouble. Mmm, it's trouble, but it bubbles right over and makes me feel over the moon. You make me feel over the moon. You make me feel over the moon. You make me feel over the moon. Uh, welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We are with CEO, founder. Josh Simons. He's so busy. He's got to go now. So we've got five more minutes with him. I love it. The guy's scheduled on the minute and he's out there working for you. If you're a music artist uh, and his, his app and his website, you got to check it out. Vamper, V-A-M-P-R dot me. Welcome back, Josh. Um, we'll use as much as we can of this five minutes. And thank you so much for your time with us. Um, I, I love that you are, you're just out there for the musician and the artist and you're building such an incredible platform for them to, to really navigate the, the new music business. All right. So let's, let's do this since we don't have a lot of time. I want to, uh, lightning just, round, lightning round, lightning round. I, I, I was announced recently though. I want to congratulate you that Vamper publishing join song Histories AI powered sync licensing search engine, uh, hyper, audio congratulations what does that mean for the for your musicians what it means for our musicians is that music supervisors can discover their their music by searching um for you know using keywords emotions moods uh sounds like x sounds like y and they can do that now for songs that have been sent to us for sync representation and so beforehand the only way we were getting their songs to music supervisors was quite manually at pitching them one by one. And, you know, it was a good way to prove the business model, but it wasn't scalable. Um, now folks can search us. And so it's kind of the inverse of what we were doing before. And yeah, it's super exciting. Those guys are just, they're quite early in their journey to be fair. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to growing alongside them. Yeah. Great. Okay. So lightning round, as you say, let's do this. You've got uh, Vamper offers uh, different categories of how you're going to help a music artist through. And you've talked about a lot of them, but let's just do, if you could give me the, the elevator pitch for each one of these. Discover. That's the core of the business. Uh, that's where you swipe left and right on people and you save yourself five years by meeting people in five seconds. All right. Awesome. Connect. <laughs> Connecting is the next process, isn't it? It's once you actually make that match, connecting is the process of reaching out, actually initiating conversation and then hustling and trying to get a response back. It's arguably the most challenging part, but we try and make it fun and, you know, do things like GIFs and allow you to send voice memos and collaborate. And so, yeah, it kind of ties into the next one too. Collaborate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they, they are kind of part of the same thing. Um, collaboration, though, ultimately has an output, and the output is hopefully a song or a music video or an EPK or whatever it is that you, you're trying to collaborate on. So that's the outcome. So if you're a singer but you're not a great writer, you can find a writer to sing that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Control. Control is about taking back control. It's exactly as the word suggests. It's about having control over how much you're giving away in royalties, who's in charge of representing my stuff, where am I placing it? Am I putting it on Tidal, Apple Music and Spotify or just one of them or or 20 other places? It's about taking control of your the business side of things. Okay. And the last one, learn. You talked a little bit about this. I love this. Yeah, that's plugging the knowledge gaps that may or may not exist in your uh, musical journey. And uh, knowledge is power. <laughs> so. Well, I think we, I got one minute left, so I'm just going to say next, I'd love to have you back and, and tell some of your Vamper success stories from the artists and also some of your favorite artists that you guys are promoting uh, through Vamper. Again, if you are a Vamper artist or just a music artist, we'd love to play you on the Jeremiah Show. Send me your submissions uh, directly at Good Music at the Jeremiah Show. It's just Good Music, not at Good Music. Good Music at the Jeremiah Show. Um, 
Josh, thanks so much for joining us. I, uh, this is you, your last words, you speak directly to your, your people, your music artists out there. What do you want to say to them? Keep your eyes open. Don't let anyone take advantage of you. Spend more of your time working on the parts of it that you love than the parts that you think you need to do and keep turning up and you will get there. Yep. Great advice. Thank you so much, Josh, for your time. Josh Simons, founder and CEO of Vamper. Uh, go to vamper.me. Thanks, Jeremiah. Thank you, Jeremiah. You're welcome. Come back anytime, Josh. Appreciate it. Cheers. Bye. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. Have a great week, everybody. Hi, this is Josh Simons, CEO of Vamper, the largest social professional network for musicians, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. our soundtrack find all of our soundtracks on spotify the jeremiah show look for the black label as always a big thanks to our station manager les carroll for letting us on the air at all listeners we appreciate you and want to hear from you please send us your ideas at jeremiah at the jeremiah or on messenger on facebook or instagram the Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, you're loved, Holmes. I love you. I love It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 